Welcome to 51 First Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And we are doing an experiment. And talking about dating. And love. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Cheers! Cheers! Hi, everybody. I'm Liza. I'm Kimmy. And we're also joined by Olivia. Hello. <laughs> and it's Olivia. <laughs> it's Olivia. And I'm totally switching it up, our little intro. Uh, but this is 51 First Dates, the podcast about dating, etc. And we're so happy to have you all here listening to us again. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Olivia, for being here as well. Thanks for having me. Of course. So if you're new to the pod and you are wondering, you know, what's going on? There's someone named Kimmy talking. Isn't she dating? Who's Olivia? Olivia is our new dater. Not new. Let's – no. Is our dater. She has been Ooh. going on dates for the podcast. Today we talk about date seven, I believe. Correct me yeah. if I'm wrong. And I'm really excited to hear about this date. Ooh. Same. Yeah. Excited to give the deets. Um, and housekeeping briefly. Uh, do we have any? I don't think we have any housekeeping. <laughs> no, it's mostly just like please follow us and tell your friends because we yes. really appreciate it. <laughs> exactly. You know, follow us. At 51 First Dates Pod on Instagram. Email us all your shit at 51 First Dates Pod at gmail.com. Yeah, join our secret Facebook group. Join our secret Facebook group. If you're looking for any um, promotional codes from sponsors that aren't in today's episode for, you know, our therapy sponsor or FabFitFun, you can check those out. Those are on our Instagram page in a little story, blah, blah, blah. Okay, okay. This is cheesy. But we, you know, appreciate all your support in all the ways. And, Keep sending, keep sending your ghosting, ghosttober. <laughs> I'm trying so hard. We'll do a spooky episode at the end of the month all about ghosting and what it is and how overused it is and what other forms of ghosting you have been a part of on either end. Liza is going to divulge her own ghosting story at some point. My own asshole ghosting story that I remembered. <laughs> I'm really amping the story up. It's not that good of a story. But I, I like was lying in bed the other night unable to sleep thinking about ghosting. And I was like, wait a minute. Just completely act with full assholery ghosted someone. I think I have too. Got to remember it though. I have too. I think everyone has. I think you're lying if you haven't, honestly. I just agree. Yeah. But, you know, we'll get to go. We're going to keep dangling that carrot of ghosting as though it's like <laughs> never been talked about. <laughs> but today we're going to talk about date number seven. Olivia, I feel excited for this for some some reasons you just shared with us. This is the first date you've gone on where he knew about the podcast, correct? Correct. Okay, so yeah. we can get into that. That's why I'm like, ooh, I'm giddy. Yeah. So I guess like a little bit of context for this one. Um, uh, I had um, this guy, basically the long and short of it is like half for scheduling reasons and half like, um, I feel like until like the the dates that I've been going on, honestly, I feel like I got into this habit of like literally screening everybody that I was like matching with or talking to or going on dates with on Hinge, like basically evaluating like if I think they could be suitable to be my like long-term life partner. Mm -hmm. um, like I was being so like picky on things that were like really relevant if somebody I was going to marry next year. Um, and I think to a certain extent, that's like good and is a smart use of my time. On the other hand, I realized like I was probably meeting out on like opportunities to meet interesting people, um, 
just like, cause I live in New York and there's interesting people here and as there are everywhere. Um, but it's <laughs> sort of like, okay, you should try to like expand and just like meet more people, even if you don't think they're going to be like a long-term dating prospect. Um, so this guy I went out with, he doesn't live in New York. He lived elsewhere and was literally just visiting for a weekend. Um, but so we like met up and, and got brunch again. <laughs> Ooh. I, I'm obsessed with morning dates. So we got brunch and, um, it was, uh, yeah, it was fun, but it was just like a different dating context because I knew it wouldn't like turn into anything like interesting. So it was yeah. from an app. It was from an app. Yeah. He was from Tinder actually, which I only downloaded recently. Um, and like, this is really embarrassing to say, but I downloaded it because like sometimes I feel like hinge requires a lot of like I'm like thinking and evaluating everything I'm saying. And it kind of like takes a long time to like craft these messages. Mm-hmm. Um, and frankly, like there's something a little bit nice of like an ego boost of, of like swiping through hit or Tinder and getting this like instant gratification of like, Ooh, that person thinks I'm like moderately attractive. Like, Oh, that's, mm-hmm. that's so like cringeworthy to say, but it's kind Not of, Oh all. no. Tinder so. is an ego boost. You know, it oh. is, it is. I, I, mm, Yes. I swiped a bunch on twin- Tinder throughout this. And I think like it's hard in its own way because you're sifting through a lot, but you're definitely getting matches. Whereas Hinge, it could be like, well, crickets again today. Okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah. It's very true. So yeah. So this guy was Tinder and it was just like, I don't know. It, was, it felt very um, like low key. And so for that reason, I was just like, well, what if I just told this guy about the podcast? So before we went out, he was like, just so you know, I appreciate, I appreciated this too. He was like, just so you know, I don't live here. I'm traveling away. Like, I don't want to trick you. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, wow. We're making disclaimers about the date. Like I also <laughs> sometimes go on this podcast and. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm having like. And I talk about dates. <laughs> oh my God. So this was like right off the bat. Yeah, yeah, it was very early in this conversation, so. I'm having yeah. PTSD. I'm, like, nervous. I'm, like, because I would but always like, get so anxious around this. So yeah. bold of you. I think that's badass. Just, like, here it is, whatever. <laughs> when he's, blah, blah. he's definitely listening right now. So. Oh, hi. Hi. Thank you. Hi. Hope <laughs> <laughs> your travels are going well. Oh, my God. So what did he say? Like, what was the next message? Actually, to his, I thought it was very cool. Um, I have it in front of me. I was texting him and I was like, all right, so, you know, we're making disclaimers. Um, I'm on this podcast. And he just says, I always knew I was destined for show business. Oh, my God. I like him. (laughs) That's really cute. Yeah. And then he was just like, no, but seriously, I don't mind. It sounds like a cool idea and it's really relevant sociology. So I I thought that was a very game response. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I realized throughout like as the podcast became more recognizable or just people would figure it out whether like they told me beforehand or they told me on the first date or whatever or I finally got the balls to tell them I really appreciated the people that didn't freak out too much and it's totally acceptable for it to freak someone out like I always bring up that guy who I was seeing who like right before our third date canceled because he was like hey I just can't listen to you talking about other guys It, it will never work and that's fair and I should have already told him you know but I really appreciate the men who were very open-minded about it or just like fun, thought it was fun and funny and didn't, I don't know, didn't feel threatened by it. So I'm like, lots of points for this man. 
Yeah, especially like make a joke and then be like, it's cool. Like, hey, let's get married. I mean, me yeah. and him. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, this gentleman's listening and I don't want to creep you out. I am Liza. I'm saying this. <laughs> <laughs> and Let that it's get. relevant to sociology. I mean, we didn't even know we were relevant to, you know, anything. Yeah. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. So then you decide, oh, do you have a, do you have a TCC? Do you want to play oh, yeah, it? Yeah, I, I do. Here we go. Hi, team. Just got back from a date, um, a breakfast date. We know I can't resist uh, a brunch date. So we went to this place called L'Express, which is in Gramercy. Um, It's a very cute, like, French restaurant. um, And uh, we had a great conversation. This guy was uh, just visiting the city before he moves to a different country. So it was sort of doing a farewell tour. Um, Overall, he was clearly um, really thoughtful, smart, like, had an interesting job. Um, I think it's really cool that he was sort of like brought up in this relatively small town and then is like moving uh, to a different continent. Um, And uh, yeah, he was one thing conversationally that I liked was he was really like asking a lot of uh, like pointed specific questions and follow up questions, um, which just is a nice sort of way to feel heard. Um, So overall, very fun morning. Okay, talk soon. There we go. That's awesome. I yeah. love that. I have a yeah. crush. I think I have a crush. Like, yeah. <laughs> like pointed specific questions. Like they're they're the, the key to dating. That is it. And follow up questions. Like my it's god, so easy. Yes, more people should embrace it. Yes. All right. Shall we run down the categories quickly? We'll do an abbreviated version, especially okay. considering you know we have a lot to get into about this date because I'm excited oh. about it. So. Yes. How much Googling did you do Andy Anderson detective work before going on this date? No Googling. Yeah. I think that's ideal, especially in a scenario like this. Yep. It sounds like his regular communication skills were great. So, Liza, should we skip text communication skills? Yes, but you do the next one because I'm still pulling them up. Okay, sure. <laughs> so, date venue is L'Express, which I know in Gramercy. I think that's such a solid brunch date spot. And convenient right? for everybody. Yeah. And yummy food. I think their food is really good for my memory. Really good food. It feels like a cute little French cafe. There's like a good vibe. Yeah, um, but it's not fussy. I love that for no. a date. Yeah. It's yeah. not fussy. And we were going to go to Friend of a Farmer, which is a couple blocks mm-hmm. away, which I think is the most delicious brunch restaurant in New York. But it's also like an hour and a half wait. So yep. that was so we just yeah you're really in it for that like exactly, you are yeah. if you have nothing to talk about like you still got another 40 minutes online before you even sit down so yeah i also like being near gramercy especially if he's like visiting the city because i feel like it's such a pleasant nook of new york i know you're technically like a little bit in the busy part at l'express but yeah I, great choice i'm like what, what would you give it for how many dicks out of five dicks in the context of a breakfast date <laughs> i would say Four. I think the crowd isn't exactly right for it to be five. Like the crowd is a lot of like old people and people with babies, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, which I don't think makes for like the most awesome date. But in terms of like people watching, being in a cute place, everyone's really nice there. You don't feel like rushed or crowded. Um, I think those things are all good. Yeah. And did you feel like what what time of day was the brunch at? This is more normal for okay. a brunch. It was at 11 a.m. Okay, well, that's ideal because then if someone wants to order like a Bloody Mary, they can. Or if they don't, they don't. Yeah. Exactly. I like that yeah. in between. I think I went on a few brunch dates. The one – I went on a matchmaker date and it was a brunch date at Mirandi, I think. But it was great. Oh. I thought it was really fun. Yeah. Uh, okay. A matchmaker date. 
I forgot about that. Yeah, I forgot about it. Oh, my God. LOL. LOL. Um, Okay. Lust at first sight? Yes or no? Uh, No. I mean, he was, like, perfectly attractive guy, but I don't know. It was, like, 11. It felt like a little (laughs) Yeah. It's it's too early to be... Like attractive, yeah, 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 no. yeah, totally. That would be like gotcha. creepy almost. If you know, <laughs> yeah, I, I, hey, good morning. Um, I have a nice coffee, and you, oh god, I want to slap <laughs> myself. Who is that? Too much. Gremlin. I don't know. I, I'm in a weird fucking mood. Underslept, over caffeinated, fucking yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, we already did really covered the Roskit test, which is did he ask you at least one question about yourself? Which is like, it sounds like a big fuck yeah. Totally. Yeah. And he did something that I really liked, which was, I think my conversational style in dating is to default to asking a ton of questions. Like I will very quickly answer a question and then like turn it back at the guy like very fast. And he would be like, wait, 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 like go back and like ask a different question about Mm. what I was talking about and sort of like prevented me from just like deflecting back to him. So Mm -hmm. I I thought that was just like a really lovely way to engage. I feel like this guy needs that. to give a class. Yeah. Like, I don't I know. <laughs> I'm just like a little giddy here. <laughs> like, yeah. Whichever country he's moving to doesn't even know what's coming. Lucky I them. know. I know. He's going to be very successful, hopefully. Um. Okay. The most rom-com moment. Or oh, I'm no, sorry. You skipped Rose and Thorne. Rose and Thorne. The high and the low of the date. Let's see. Um. High of the date. I, I mean... I don't know that I think, I guess like it was, okay, this is the high. The high is that I've started doing um, little feminism tests during my dates. <laughs> so like I mentioned things, honestly, specifically to see how men react to them. Um, like one, one, if anyone wants to use it is, yes. I don't know if you guys know this comedian. She's in New York and I think she's so funny. Um, Marsha Belsky. Um, she did like Handmaid's Tale, the musical last year. Like, I think she's so funny. And yeah, well, she, we have to have her on or look her up or something. Yeah. Honestly, if you could get her on. Oh, my God. I love her. Um, So she uh, did Handmaid's Tale the Musical. And she just does a lot of, like, musical comedy. And it's all very, like, feminist songs. And her, like, one of her, like, more, like, famous songs is called um, All Older White Men Should Die Except My Dad. <laughs> and... <laughs> where is this going i'm so excited it's just like so funny like it's it's a funny song like yeah um and so i love that song and so basically he was like asking me about my life in new york and i was like i love seeing comics for example (laughs) (laughs) oh okay (laughs) i'm like i love seeing comics for example my favorite comic does this song called all white men should die and Oh my god, that's brilliant. Yeah, and so in some cases I think I come off like a lunatic, but in other cases like that's a little bit my personality, so I need people to be okay with it because yeah. they um and he to his credit, he like thought it was really funny and like liked it. So Oh my god, another point for this man. I know. Oh I'm yeah, like goodness. I love him. I know. What? what is happening? Where is he? <laughs> Let's all do the thing where we go to the airport and stop him from getting on the plane. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um (laughs) all right what about the oh oh did you do like a thorn did you was there a low point in the date yeah i don't mm, i don't think there was low point good 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 keep keep painting this picture for us we don't want any darkness now (laughs) what about the most rom-com moment um most rom-com moment um i don't know i guess like one thing that was like this is not really that rom-com-y but one thing that i that was like 
funny or just like weirdly um like personal for a first date with somebody was so I think something in like my profile mentions like oh I really want to like meet somebody who prefers sweet breakfast and I get savory and then we can like split them all the time like mm-hmm. that's my definition of true love <laughs> so uh, I he was like he was like well what are you getting and I was like oh I'm gonna get like a shakshuka and he's like okay well I'll get something sweet and then oh! we- <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know what's come over me. I'm in seventh oh grade again. God, this is like a good ass date, Olivia. We can't let nice. him go. I know. Well, unfortunately, he's literally moving across the continent. So that, but, but it was fun. Yeah. I mean, to actually be so selfless as to order a sweet breakfast, I'm really a big fan of like the French toast for the table move. But I understand it's also like a first date. You don't want to order like 18 things. But that he actually made his order sweet for you is so goddamn sweet. It was very sweet, yes. Oh, gosh. Okay. Love is not dead. Chivalry is alive and well out there, people. Ugh. All right. So in terms of a rating for the date, PG, PG, 13, or R, we also know it's 11 a.m. You know, you can. Yeah. We're going to go ahead and say G. G? Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> um, okay. And hindsight, I mean, I think we know the answer to this, but would you rather have spent this night with friends alone or on this date? Lovely morning. Happy I went. Yes. And then would you accept slash give this rose for the second date? Um, I would definitely like hang out with this guy again. Like if we're, you know, passing through New York, I don't necessarily know that I felt like um, I would like date him, date him. Just like given his life is not in New York and I'm not trying to be in like a really long distance relationship. Yep. Um, but totally fun guy and like would love to have him as like a friend I see every once in a while. Yeah. This is very interesting because it's someone who was – very clear in town for just a short period of time it was also a day date so it doesn't sound like someone who was trying to be like "Ooh, who can i fuck for the weekend yeah also interesting so you were able to make like a real time like a real connection of some sort because you had brunch together but i just like the overall spirit of this it's like being curious about people and meeting people and i mean it kind of sucks because yeah there's really no like forward path technically right. but like, had, had I gone on this date and been like oh my god this guy like I love him you mm-hmm. know like I think we could be in a real relationship like that would have seriously bummed me out I think like mm-hmm. and I would have been like why did I do this to myself um but that wasn't the case and instead I just feel like oh I like met another really cool person we both had a pleasant time getting out of our houses and like now if we're you know ever in the same area like we'd have another friendly face in the world so yeah. I don't know it was like a kind of best possible outcome I think of like online dating. Yeah. It's funny because sometimes I feel like I'll joke with my boyfriend about – he'll be like, oh, yeah, I had so much more of a social life when I was dating in New York. Like, I must have to – I have to go back in the apps again, like joking. And I'm like, yeah, it is like a way when you're – because he was only like a year or so into being in New York when I met him. And I was like, yeah, it is a way to meet people. Like if yeah. you don't have – because he works remotely mostly. If you don't have a traditional – I don't know. I guess there's Bumble BFF and all that. And we talked recently about meeting a friend on Hinge and then hanging out with them. But like if you're single, so no date 13, don't go on the apps. But like if you're single, like why not when you're in a city, maybe without a lot of people who you know there, like try to meet someone who even can just take you somewhere cool. I don't know. Yeah. Or just like hang out to someone to hang out with for the night. I don't know. I feel like I've 
when I've been new to cities or visiting cities and I've been alone, I've been kind of like, I'd like to just go get a drink with someone and hang out a little bit and not be like alone in my hotel room or alone in my apartment, whatever. Yep. Um, and it's a legitimate like way to be like, I have a Tuesday with no plans. Like, does anyone want to just like hang out? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it's just like, yeah, it's a nice excuse to like go somewhere new. I feel like often when you're like in the city that you live in, it's so easy to get into this rut of like, all right, well, it's a Wednesday after work. Of course, I'm going to come home and like get my pajamas on by 645 and like <laughs> get a little slug. So it's kind of a nice reason to be like, oh, no, I live in a cool place. Like I should go out and explore it and like meet another person. So yeah, yeah it was totally fun. I very much like all of the vibes around this. It makes me very excited. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And I should say I asked him to record a TCC. So we'll see if he sends it. Oh, my gosh. OK, if he does, it's inserted here. In the spirit of transparency, I've scripted this quick reflection. Not because I worry I lack the ability to speak eloquently, mind you, but because I very much enjoyed my time with Olivia and would like to maximize that messaging amidst an economy of time. But I really had a ton of fun. We had brunch and meandered through Midtown. Uh, Olivia is a very bright woman, both in intellect and in outlook, and she's a very gracious conversationalist and an engaging storyteller. She also has beautiful eyes, which, you know, doesn't hurt. Dating is tough enough as it is, but on this particular morning, I was unusually nervous. Being from a small town in the rural south, I worried whether I could somehow measure up to a Manhattan sophisticate with a lovely smile and penchant for adventure, especially with just the dregs of a suitcase at my sartorial disposal. But Olivia made the date a ton of fun, even as our waiter hilariously kept trying to take food away from her in wayward attempts to be helpful. We did have one awkward moment when I foolishly interrupted her. When she was very magnanimously trying to shift focus back to me in lieu of telling me more about a cool story about her. Uh, But I hope that my good intentions of trying to keep the focus on her and her story for a few minutes longer helped to compensate for my admittedly ungainly delivery. But it was a great date, and I'd be really excited to go out with her again. I travel pretty constantly, so I'm not sure when it would happen, but I suppose the guy can hope. I travel pretty constantly, so I'm yep. And we're back now. We are <laughs> on the off chance that that happened. Um, okay. So, Olivia, how much did the podcast come up or not come up, or did, it, did you feel like it affected the way you behaved on the date in any way just because he knew it? Was it better than he knew about it? Was it – I don't know. Just curious. Yeah, good question. Um, I – it, I, I was actually surprised. So I told him about it like on Tinder the night like before we went out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then by the time we got to the date, he did not bring it up like until we were walking away from the restaurant. Like he was like walking me to where I was going shopping. Um, and then he was like, so I just have to say like, um, and then he actually made the exact point you just said. He was like, he was like, oh, you know, um, like the Heisenberg uncertainty principle. And I was like, refresh my memory what is that <laughs> yeah I had no idea <laughs> no refresh my memory physics principle that basically says like it's something like you can't you can't know where something is and where it's going at the same time Be- and it's I don't really get it but it's like the the fact basically comes down to like be- the very act of observing something changes what it's doing 
or something like that. Mm -hmm. And so he was sort of asking me, he was like, and then he kind of jumped into like the podcast and he was like, he was like, do you think that because sometimes like you're going on dates and thinking about podcasts, like, do you think you're behaving differently? Or do you think like you are filtering who you're seeing differently or Mm -hmm. things like that? Um, But, and then he was just like asking me like how I kind of like got connected to you guys and like what the whole deal was. And he was like asking if I think I am like dating differently because of it. Um, So that was interesting, but like, yeah, I was surprised that it took that long for him to bring it up. Oh my God, what a good question. And also what's your answer? Yeah, need your answer. Yeah, it is a good question. I would think, or I do think, um, as a result of, I think being on the podcast, I'm like more reflective about dating honestly like having an hour like every two weeks just to like think about dates that I've been going on and like think about general feelings about dating um I find like very uh useful um I think I'm definitely going on dates more frequently obviously mm-hmm. um but I'm also like um I think I'm like making an effort to go on dates with more different types of people than I perhaps normally would um as a result of it but I don't think I act differently on the dates like ultimately I still want to go on a date to meet someone that I like and who likes me yeah so I'm like not willing to jeopardize that for the sake of like oh this is going to be a funny story right mm-hmm. right <laughs> but yeah I don't think super different do you feel like you're you are like watching yourself more on dates does that make sense that's something I do when I'm like I realize sometimes now like I've been back in therapy in the last like six months after a break yeah. from it and I realize now sometimes like when I'm having a conversation, I'll be like, I got to bookmark this for therapy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, I think like, yeah, sometimes I will note, I'll, I'll more note like, um, like the topics that a specific instant on a date make me think about. Like um, this guy, when I was seeing, like talking to him, it made me think about more broadly, like, oh, this is an interesting example of like what it might be like to start dating somebody long distance when mm-hmm. you meet on an app or something like I don't know that it makes me observe myself from afar though. Hmm. but I more think about like oh how could this generalize to like other topics that other people might like empathize with or feel related to because we're always like Olivia did anything interesting happen so we can come up with the theme because we're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we thank yeah, you I to do that. thank you very much Olivia tell us what this episode is about <laughs> <laughs> Olivia help uh <laughs> no but it's interesting I think you know I'm just thinking back to how I felt and I don't I also don't know and I feel like when they knew about the podcast sometimes I would adjust the way I was behaving a little bit just because especially if they were going to maybe like call in I had a couple like friend dates or setup dates I wanted to like be on my best behavior and not set a bad example but I don't think I'm a bad first date I'm like usually pretty polite and like can hold the conversation so I don't know why I would watch myself more but it it is interesting I like the thing I I still don't understand the Heisenberg thing, but the (laughs) fact that it's kind of about like if you're watching what you're doing, you're going to – okay. You're going to change it in some way like more broadly because I was dating and then reflecting on it and dating more often. I think it did change me and my feelings on dating. So like in a more macro way – because I was doing more dating and thinking about it and doing it deliberately, deliberately, I started thinking about different things. Like, it's not about me. I always talk about this. But my biggest takeaway was like, shit, going on all those dates helped me realize it wasn't about me. Also helped me realize it wasn't about what someone says they are on paper. And it's really about, for me, 
being treated nicely and finding someone it feels right with. But I, yeah, I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. It's like, I think it's that the act of dating a lot systemically changes how you approach dating and how you think about dating. It's not the act of talking about dating on a podcast that changes how you feel. Yes. Yes. Agreed. That's why. Yeah. I feel like even, yeah, if you're not going on a podcast, it just helped hold me accountable. Going on a bunch of dates can work. I make mean, a spreadsheet, everyone. I cannot say it enough. Make a spreadsheet. Give yourself credit for the dates. Keep some data. It's so fun. Yeah. And set like presents for yourself when you get to like 10 or 20 or something. Like, I fucking, I did it. Like, I'm taking myself out to this special blowout for my hair or whatever your, your jam yeah. is. Yeah. Get a manicure. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Buy some crystals. Crystals, sure. One sure. day I'll understand. Um, I lost my one crystal, which I feel like <laughs> is kind of my brand what? in a nutshell. <laughs> I have no idea where it is. Oh, <laughs> no. That's the worst, like, I'm, ever. I know. it's. This is when I try to be Ohm. That's what happens. I get that. Honestly. I buy myself a plant every week in the hopes of <laughs> help my spirit and then it dies every (laughs) plants are very hard i know truly um all right why don't we take a quick break and then we're gonna come back and talk about what are we gonna talk about i forgot already we can talk about buzz like meeting someone who's not gonna live in your city because i guess that happened to me as well or reverse i wasn't gonna live in my city anymore yeah and my gosh let's talk about like connection v like a practicality you know what i mean yeah yeah and then Amazing. I also think we were talking a little bit about friend dates. We haven't yet talked about them on the podcast, but we started. And I think, like, friend dates are important. And, yeah, Olivia, I think that's a great – we can just, like, make – being intentional about seeing your friends is also quite important and can help mitigate yeah. the dating fatigue. Yes. Completely. So we'll be right back with all of that. And we are back. You are still here. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Okay. So on the topic of Olivia, your date number seven, he was in town for a short period of time. I was thinking a little bit more about this, like, because I think it came up a lot with A, people wondering what my intentions were just because I had a podcast or B, like, later down the road of dating, like, people I knew I was going to go away to school and I didn't apply anywhere in New York so just thinking about like how do you set how do you both think that like expectations around dating when you're not from the same city should be set because it could be like you know I'm on tinder there's someone here in town for a short time I'm assuming he just wants to have sex with someone that's a terrible assumption but yeah how do you think you start those conversations or like set expectations I guess yeah It's a good question. I feel like in the case when it's somebody who is like just in town for a weekend or something, I don't know. I feel like one of two things. I feel like either there's the most like pure of intentions for being on the app is just like, oh, I want someone to like take me to the Statue of Liberty and like (laughs) hang out with me so I'm not alone in the city. And then the extreme opposite, which is like, I am looking to have sex with somebody while I'm in this random city. Um, But I think it's a little hard to like suss that out perhaps. But I don't know. I think like you can kind of figure it out maybe by like the way, like the things they're inviting you to do, frankly. Mm -hmm. Like I think this guy was pretty specific, like, hey, would you want to get brunch on Sunday? And so I was like, all right, I don't think he's like just trying to like have sex with me at 1 p.m. (laughs) (laughs) 
I like don't even want to have sex at 1 p.m. Like in a relationship. I'm like, oh, it's too much in the middle of the day. Earlier or later, please. Actually, I take that back. But that's another conversation. But I yeah. don't. I think I probably never had sex at 1 p.m. I feel like I, I like late morning, though. I feel like I'm awake enough. Yeah, if you're waking up at noon, it counts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Like afternoon, like 3 to 5 p.m. That's a key hour. Yeah, if you had like an afternoon drink. Oh, I really like that. Like if I've had like a drink at brunch. Oh. If I've had a drink at brunch because I'm basic, <laughs> but if I've done that and then we're settling in and snuggling yeah. and then fucking, it's perfect. And then you get a great dinner after. That's perfect. Yeah. Oh, I'm too sleepy at that after brunch. I'm like, go away. Mm. Don't talk to me. I need my nap. This is a great lesson in how everybody is different, <laughs> has different feelings about sex. But I just like the pre-dinner, pre-dinner sex is, we've talked about it before, but it is the goal. Yeah, Having the fuck first it's thing. Dance. Yeah, Dan Savage's glorious yep. advice. Um, oh, yeah, but I think you can figure out like what the person's going for if you suggest a day date and they're like, no, let's meet up at 10 p.m. Then I think you know <laughs> yep. what their goal is. If you're like, yeah, let's do something in the afternoon and they're like, cool, then I think you can safely assume they're just like trying to be, I don't know, hang with someone cool. And I think like if you get to a date and if you're getting a vibe from somebody, they're like, let's go back to my hotel room, like blah, blah, blah. I think it's fine to be like, hey, it's not really what I'm looking for here. Like, I think you just need to kind of like own your self. Like, yeah. it's you need to be able to say if you're going on a date with somebody, like, no, that's not what I'm looking for. I have a different idea. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Do we think it's ever cool? So, say you're someone's in this exact scenario. Like, someone wants to go on a date with them, but they don't live in the same. They don't live in the city permanently. Do you think it's ever cool or kosher or like how would we go about? Like, say you don't, you don't want, you're not in it just to hook up. Yeah. Which also, it's totally cool if you are. Like, that's, that's all good. And I could completely see that being, like, a fun way to spend a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, I think that's, like, Um, a fun thing. Yes. But, like, do you think it's ever cool on those things to, to, like, initiate or bring up in the app chat? Like, hey, like, is this to hook up or are we (laughs) hanging out? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, I I don't know. Like, I feel like if I was in this scenario, I would want to have that conversation before I met up with the person, mm-hmm. but I have no idea how I would approach it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, theoretically, I think it's totally fine. Realistically, I'm also struggling to think of, like, what I'd actually write. It would be a little presumptuous to bring it up ahead of time, I think, which is why yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah, like you want to fuck feel me. <laughs> like I'm this telling is... you that you do. Yeah, just like, oh, I feel very confident that you are wanting to have sex with me. Like, just let you know you're not going to be able to do that. Like, yeah. that's weird. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I feel like, yes, completely. I understand that vibe. But also, like, my thing is if someone is in town, they're trying to have a good time and hook up, like, I would never want to yuck someone's yum. But if that's not – so if that's not what I would am about – yeah. I would kind of want to, like, let them know so that they can go find someone who does want to hook up, you know? Like, it's your goddamn weekend in New York. Like, do what you want to do. Like, you yeah. know. But maybe you could just say something like, hey, I'm not sure what you're looking for on here. I'd love to hang up and get a drink. Like, I'm not really looking for casual hookups right now, though. So if you want to get a beer and hang out as friends, I'd love to show you the city. If not, like, have a good night. But we're probably not, like, the right date for tonight or something like that. And just, yeah. like, be cool with it either way because, like, I'm not trying to judge what they're up to. But yeah. I think that's right is, like, being clear what you kind of want so they're not tricked either. 
Also, just based on the crazy messages we get screenshotted and sent and the wild photos of people with their butts out being like, in town for a night, looking to HU. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we see these things and I I find them, like, don't post people's profiles in the secret Facebook group unless you gray out their faces. But it's, it's, a, it's a tough place out there. I sort of feel like the people who are really just looking to fuck might have already made it clear. I just, yeah. my only, my... I think it's good to be clear and all, but also just trust trust your gut. Is it a brunch date? Is it not? It's – and also, yeah, knowing what you want. Just because, like, we would never go into all this detail before a nighttime drinks date. And I hate – I would hate for men to assume that, like, because I'm meeting them for a nighttime drink, I do or do not want to hook up with them. I've never hooked up on the first date from an online date, but, like, what if I wanted to? You know, like, right. you never know. It's like you don't know until you're in person kind of. Yeah. And I think there's also something you said, like, I think you don't know until you're in person sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like, I think sometimes like you do want to go out and like maybe meet up and you're like, yeah, this is a cool person to have a drink with. But like, I'm not trying to hook up with them. And like, if you're my parents, you should stop listening to this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I feel this way all the time. I'm just like, just don't tell me if you do listen. I'm sorry. (laughs) But I think sometimes you get there and you're like, why not? This is kind of fun. Like we're out in New York. Why not do it? Yeah. Um, so, I, yeah, I think, like, leaving yourself a little bit of, like, legal room and before you get there is kind of fine, too. Yeah. I know. Yeah, were you telling true. Maybe when you were on first dates, were you like, oh, by the way, I, I am moving out of New York in three months or whatever? Yeah, it was weird. I was really chatty about, <laughs> like, my life. Like, I don't know. Yeah. On every date. So, I'm trying to think when I – when okay, so January 1st, probably applications to go to school were due – and, like, I applied to a school I definitely wouldn't get into. That was in Boston. We all know that school. And then I applied to – Yeah, the school in Cambridge. Um, and then I applied to UCLA where I was, like, hoping I'd get into. So, like, you know, it was, like, pretty solid. Like, I'm going to be moving very far away. And I I think that's because I knew I needed a change in that way for a long time. And I had really looked into the program. And for what I wanted to do, LA made sense. Whatever. If I was going to invest in grad school, I was, like, I think I want to – try a new city and I had been itching for LA for a long time um Liza and I would come here and I'd be like can I just stay here uh (laughs) but I was telling people I'm trying to think I was telling people about yeah applying to grad school and not if they asked where that I wasn't lying and saying I was going to be in New York I'm trying to think I guess I I can't remember when I got in I feel like it must have been March or something but like my first date with date 13 was like January single digits so it was right after I applied and he had oh. gone to school so we had talked more extensively about that so he knew I was probably unless I didn't get in going to be moving and it was interesting because then I think that said I don't know that plus the podcast put these two big barriers in the way of everything and made me kind of I don't know just keep going along with the everything but like I waited so long we I was just talking about this with him yesterday I think I waited almost like two and a half full months to have sex with him yeah and I think I was going on a bunch of other dates etc but it was also like just knowing like like we had a trip planned to New Orleans together and then I was like oh I guess we have to have sex like I was just (laughs) holding back because I was like I'm going on other dates like I don't know I was like sex always fucks up every relationship I like then it becomes a hookup or like and I really like this person but I think you know so that was with him But I think we were in this unique place where it was like shit is stacking up against this working out. So let's just keep trying to go along with the mood, like each step. And he was very patient. So 
props to him. But for other dates, I think I was equally chatty about like, especially because I had a problem of going on too many dates with people who had gone to grad school, specifically business school. So I'd be like chatting away about it. And I don't know. Yeah, I think until I got in, that's when it got weirder to like say, like I'm moving to LA. And I started feeling icky for that reason, for the fact that I was getting more serious with one with date 13 and I was just like this is starting to feel really disingenuous um but I don't like I had people write in from our listeners who were like you know I was going away to school and I dated the whole summer before I left like I didn't feel that guilty because again we're all unless you've explicitly stated beforehand you're looking for something long term and that's it you're not really doing anyone dirty like I felt yeah so it's but it's tricky because then I think it takes some pressure off, though, honestly. I almost think it was a better thing. I think because I was moving, like that thing of you, oh, you meet someone, of course, because you were moving. It took the pressure off. So I couldn't, like, overthink things. It was like, oh, the, I'm going to have to move and long distance is shitty and I never wanted to do, to do long distance in my life. But it felt really wrong for it to to end it, too. And I'm so happy I, I don't know, I'm babbling, but it's weird. <laughs> it's, like, not who I thought I'd ever be in a long distance relationship. Yeah. No. Yeah. Definitely not. Well, I think that the interesting thing is like when you put barriers in place, like when you have barriers, it's I think it makes it more clear when something is supposed to work. You know what I mean? Like you wouldn't fight for something like you wouldn't let something go on that didn't mean something. And I think in some weird twisted way, maybe this is me way over romanticizing things, but like going on a date with someone who doesn't live in your city kind of is a good way to like really ask yourself if you like them. I'm not saying like we should all just be cruising around to different cities every weekend and dating or only dating people who don't live in the place, like who are visiting the place we live. But I feel like it's, I don't know. It's that thing of like, if you connect with someone and you think about them, even when it's so inconvenient, like that's, really a a thing a sign sign oh my god who am i (laughs) yeah i feel like if something continues to be worth it even though it's like inconvenient i guess that is that does tell you something Mm -hmm. and i guess also to your point kimmy i feel like it can be easy when you're seeing somebody um like from dating and you're on date like four or five or something i feel like it's easy to get into this mindset of starting to like think like three months down the road and six months down the road and nine months down the road. And you start being like, well, I don't know. Like, are we, are we compatible for a long-term life together? Like, you know, do we want the same amount of kids? Do we have the same feelings about pets? Like, where are we going to live? And like, Mm -hmm. you can start being like, so obsessed with sort of like, is this going to work out? And like, is this going to be the important thing that you can almost like get really freaked out or in your head or like shut things down too soon? Whereas like, if you're kind of like, eh, it, it could end because I'm moving. Like, who knows? I feel like you get this attitude of like, well, I might as well keep trying it until it doesn't work. And then mm-hmm. if it just keeps working, like, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I feel like that was kind of the mindset we went into it with because it wasn't like we'd even been dating for a full year. I didn't make it official with him for so long because of the podcast. Like, <laughs> all these things that like kind of make it insane that we like drove out to LA together and he helped move me in. And I mean, there was like not, there was just like for for a variety of reasons it felt like 50 50 chance this is going to work out through the first school year or not yeah and because he had a lot of flexibility to be out here and because 
I don't know. I didn't like I feel like there's a lot of stereotypes around grad programs like this where you're like two years all together. Like I saw like engagements break up like people cheated on their people like it's dark. But because I didn't do that, I was a good girl. It's not like anyone was trying to get me to hook up with them anyway. <laughs> so I'm like the oldest girl at school. No. Uh, but for, you know, shit just didn't hit the fan. I mean, it was hard and it continues to be hard. You know, I was with him all summer and now we're long distance again. So it's like, well, fuck, this is harder. FaceTime, thank God. But it's it's just a different connection. It sucks. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't know. It, I think like, again, just like tra- feeling it out rather than stressing over it and the logic and cutting it off because like, I'm an independent woman. I don't need this. Like, just like s- seeing it play out without the pressure. I don't know. I, I think allowed well, me to open up my mind a little bit. I feel like this is generalizable. That's not a word to can be generalized to like people who aren't in long distance relationships or aren't in these situations. Cause I feel like in so many ways, like the pressure and the expectations that we put on our romantic relationships are it, so so often are the downfalls of our relationships like you meet someone who you like and who doesn't have any serious baggage and it's going well for a couple months and then I think everyone like writes the story and they're like this is the guy this is happening blah, 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 blah. it's like whatever like I've yeah. been in that position too where I'm like oh I gotta step back and be like is this it you know whatever and I, I think it's there's like some serious fucking wisdom in your experience Kimmy of just like you know let things unfold as they are meant to and try i mean it's so hard and i fail at this all the time but try not to you know write the novel with like force for this other person yeah Mm -hmm. um i also think there's a difference like um i'd be curious if there are listeners who have like started relationships that are long distance um like without meeting in person first like i'm always interested in who have that like 90 day fiance style kind of 90 day fiance (laughs) like if there's people who just like started long distance and like kind of remain that way or like kimmy in your case i feel like you kind of know like hey i'm gonna go to grad school and then i don't know if you're gonna come back to new york after but there's like an end period to when like you must be in la yeah i think that also makes it like a different scenario i'm curious if there's people who have kind of like had successful tips for just being like we are indefinitely long distance like that to me feels so hard too that feels really hard yeah I yes listeners write in because that feels feels like a different kind of relationship that I'm just not aware of but it just feels so hard once you actually want to make it work like if I'm being totally honest and this is probably ignorance and just watching heaps of garbage like 90 day fiance I'm like no way you can meet online and then really develop it into something that will also work out in person because I'm always like um, I kind of believe in Rachel and John from 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days were they the ones you met on karaoke yes I know He's I haven't watched the most recent ones. season I oh I hope it's not bad what? but I agree it's so cute I just think like they seem to really be connected they seem to communicate but you then you have the guy with the penis glove that he wore in the Amazon remember that Oh, Before God, that home. is Karini and Paul. That's Paul, really, that really is troubling in every way. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like 90, 95% of the couples on that show, you're just like, oh, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. But, uh, th- you know, occasionally. Yeah, some of them are in true love. So, yeah, maybe it's possible. I know. And I, I, I need to be open minded. I'm just being that's like my I'm just sharing my honest opinion based on not knowing this. But even the way we're like, don't text too much. Just get on the date. But 
you know, then again, who the fuck knows? Like, yeah. if it's meant to be, it might just be meant to be from yeah. Carrie. I mean, I agree. It'd be really hard for me to imagine myself doing that, but mm-hmm. it works. Truly. Um, do we want to briefly talk about friendship dates? Yeah. Yes. Before we go. Yeah. So I was thinking about friendship dates recently um, because I recently had like two of my really good friends both moved to like six time zones away, um, which is always like a little sad, obviously. And I feel like when any like one friend moves away, I feel like it's sad because you lose like that one friend in your area and then also kind of like their associates almost mm-hmm. like their extra friends that you sometimes see. So I found myself and also this feeling of like, oh, we're coming back to fall and there's less travel and you're more kind of settled in and there's friends you haven't seen in a long time. Um, I was thinking a lot about like the feeling of when you're like, oh, I need to make active, intentional like time and I need to really take time aside to be like, I am going to date my friends and mm-hmm. like connect with them individually and like spend time with them one-on-one. Um, and I was just thinking about like how important that is and how probably like, under talked about it might be um, yeah. or like I don't know it feels even like lame and vulnerable to be saying that so I, I don't know I thought it might be helpful to like talk about it for everyone because it I think it's a real thing it is such a real thing being back literally like back to fall back to school and friends I didn't see all summer I you know was mentioning this earlier but yeah they're definitely like I feel like a weird vulnerability almost because around dating like some friends I've just automatically seen but there are other friends I'm like oh, we should hang out. And am I too eager? Like, I'm. this is so nerdy, but I'm just like, I want to keep that friendship going. But they're like yeah. one-year-old friendships, barely. And like, so some of them I'm feeling like I'm like, I just have to just like, be like, let's get lunch or let's get dinner or like be a little more intentional, which again, I have no idea. I am 30, almost 31 years old and how the fuck it makes me like nervous. But I, I don't know. I think like being intentional with friend dates, like Sometimes it feels supernatural. Lies and I are lucky because this podcast becomes our friend date every week. But I'm also really bad with my my long distance friendships. Like if someone's visiting LA or if I'm in New York, I'm much better. But it's hard to be intentional about friend dates for me. And I don't like that. I want to change that. I should start a 51 first friend dates. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that also something that, you know, to pull it into – romantic dating and this is not a reason to go on friendship dates but i think that like friendship dates are and reconnecting with people you already love and know well are such a way to like sustain your spirit like i've been full disclosure just like a little bit sad recently like i'm not gonna say depressed like i have like a history of of more serious depression and it's not that But I think it's a combination of, like, I've been so busy that I really don't have, like, time or energy to put into things I care about. And it's become this little bit of a snowball thing where, like, that makes me sad and then being sad takes away more of my energy. And I think that something I've realized is, like, the first thing that really falls off the list for me is spending time with my friends and connecting with them and, like, making really intentional time where it's, like, we're going to do something nice together. We're going to go out to dinner and, like, talk. Like, not just see each other at this birthday party where there's going to be 40 people there and we're going to hang out for an hour and it's going to be loud and then I'm going to leave. But, like, actually spending, like, connected time together. And a couple weeks ago I had – I just went out to, like, a bar with one of my closest friends and we talked for, like, three hours – And it was so, like, 
energy giving and life giving just to like spend that time with her. And it was just such a reminder of like, and I think this is important when you're romantically dating a lot. Reminder that like that is sometimes the most like when when it's such a slog to get through everything you have to do in the day and your like dating that you're doing and you know just like keep your apartment free of mice and like all this bullshit that we all have to do as adult human beings like stuff like that that can kind of feel like oh my god I can't put another thing on my calendar actually can like give you a lot of what you need in terms of that like oh yeah like other humans are great and i love them for a reason mm-hmm. yeah that's my sermon <laughs> i feel like there's a way and again this is very prescriptive and annoying of me always talking about the 51 dates but if you are if you do happen to be like going on a bunch of dates and you have like a goal in mind i think a lot of our listeners do maybe stacking them like or interspersing them with some friend dates like one week I'm going on this date one um, that could be fun or I said stacking by accident but now that I think about it could be interesting if you're really struggling with getting through the first dates right now to like have a friend who's cool enough that you could like stack your plans and really be you know firm about ending the date and be like so sorry I just also have told my friend I'd catch up with her over drinks like that's a nice thing because then you have something to look forward to after the date (laughs) even the next day whatever but like I don't know I I, someone posted recently in our group about it was like she was going on a first date and her friends sat like a couple tables over from her it was just really cute (laughs) I I love that it was was the best really 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 cute yeah also how what a perfect opportunity to go on a Sunday brunch date at 11 a.m and then hang out with your friend all afternoon evening that's a dream I'm having feelings I just I just like my one childhood friend who lives here lives entirely on the other side of the city and I just oh makes me a little sad like yeah yeah no I I totally get though like the feeling and I was talking to one of my friends about this the other day and we were saying how it feels like the feeling of like loneliness in adulthood is something that like nobody talks about like I think in like not to be like in a world in this day and age but I do think like when there's like on like social media and Instagram and it's like you always know what everybody else is doing all the time Mm -hmm. and so like it's so easy to feel like oh my god am I the only person like not doing something right now like what is happening um and so I think I don't know like I think yeah, I think it's like not, it should be okay to be more kind of like deliberate and be like, okay, I really need to like set aside two weeknights. And it's like, those are nights. I'm going to spend close, intimate, like personal time with a, a really close friend or two or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and like one of my friends who just moved to a new place, she was just telling me, she was like, yeah, I made a spreadsheet of like, she was like everyone that I've met and they're people that I really think are cool. And like, she was like, she was like, I wrote them down and like, I'm trying to make an effort to like hit them up every once in a while. And, you know, like on purpose, grow these relationships. So yeah. I, I don't know. It just feels like a thing to like, think about um, how to do it deliberately. Yeah. Cause I think it like, always have to be just like, Oh, it happened to be, we met a best friend. It's like, no, you can be like thoughtful about it Mm -hmm. because there loneliness like there are different types of loneliness and a lot of times when I was single I felt surrounded by great friends and like lived with a best friend and just yeah didn't ever think I was like I kind of just assumed that having being in a relationship with that was the loneliness I was feeling but it's not true I think it's really easy for all those feelings of loneliness to be the same or overlap or yeah yeah just it's a good reminder especially if you're out there and 
feeling lonely and fucking done with dating. You're just so frustrated. Like just, yeah, being really intentional with friend dates. And if you're in a new city, like honestly, I feel like we've heard a bunch of good things about Bumble BFF and things like that. I don't really know, but like, yeah, if I didn't move here with school, I'd have three friends. So it's hard. New cities are very hard. Yeah. And I feel like it's, I don't know, just having to be like, okay, I'm going to research a cool activity to do on a Tuesday night and then be like, who would be fun to go to that with? Mm-hmm. Um, it feels very much like dating. And so yeah. I think there is a bit of a hump of like being vulnerable to, to figure that out. But I know, yeah, I think Bumble BFF is good or like having, I think like a friend setup is a really nice idea. Yes. Like mm-hmm. if you have two friends who you think be friends, like set them up and that's yeah. such a way to meet people. I had that well, happen. Lane was so nice. Yeah, that's or like cool. ask someone out on a date on a friendship but like I feel like it's hard to do but like I was at a, a friend's birthday party yesterday and this girl who's new to the city like we got to talking and whatever and she was like so you know I think we like a lot of the same stuff and I'd like to get your phone number and hang out outside of this birthday party I <laughs> and I was that. like That's yeah so I was like totally like, it was just really sweet we had a good conversation and I just was like yeah fuck yeah and yeah. I just feel like it was it was clear it's clearly like a vulnerable thing to do but yes. you know good for her that's awesome yeah, yeah it's weird how that feels as vulnerable almost as like if you were someone she was interested in and she was asking for your number like it all feels scary and vulnerable and the yeah. It's all, first of all, it's only flattering if someone asks for your number, whether in a friendship way or not. So I just think that story lies and makes me think just kind of like, yeah, just like be more vulnerable. Show that you want to be friends. Don't totally. always. Yeah. I like. It yeah. was nice. I was, I, I was very like touched. I was like, oh, I like think it's cool that you think I'm cool. Like I thought she was cool too. So it was that moment of like, oh, we, we both like each other. You yeah. Know? It reminds me of like when you're 22 or something and you're like, really drunk in like a bar bathroom yes, or something totally. and you can like immediately make a best friend just by being like I think you're so pretty and so cool like I love you so much <laughs> I, I like, still do that drunken bar bathroom yeah, same and like, and, girl, like, I am with you like, I feel you that now and just be like yeah. I think you're cool like let's hang out yeah <laughs> yeah totally. yes oh man I feel riled up to go text all my friends yep I'm gonna yeah. go I'm yeah because I'm so bad at texting I have an unanswered text right now from a friend in New York I'm gonna make sure I answer it but not just in a lame way in a good way yeah, yeah. maybe give her a surprise FaceTime I'll I will surprise FaceTime that's a good one I love a surprise FaceTime me too that's a good friendship it's really fun, fun. yeah 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 because FaceTime it is really so different than being on the phone so it's different. like yeah yeah so nice well, on that anyway, note, anyway, friends, friends, lovely people, make them. We already did our spiel for our social medias. We love you. Tell, Do we have anything tell else? your friends on your friend date to listen to this podcast. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, mm-hmm. for your friend date, you should just invite your friend over, cook dinner together, listen to the podcast. <gasps> yeah, yeah, and make a video of you doing it, and we'll repost it. <laughs> you can even use HelloFresh to cook your dinner. <laughs> oh, look at that. Okay. Well, all right. we love you all so we much. We love you. And thank you, please. Olivia. Yes, thank you, Olivia. Of and course. go on, go on a date. Go on a date or a friend date. Yeah, go on a friend date. Go on a friend date.